0: This is the Yukon Entrepreneur Podcast, and I'm your host, Carrie Johnston, recording today from the traditional territory of Champagne and Ajax First Nations. And this is a mini-series for Yukon Innovation Week. I'm joined today by John. John, please introduce yourself.
1: Hi, I'm John Wheatney. I am a Champagne Asiak First Nations citizen. I have lived here for almost half my life now. I grew up in the southern provinces in Alberta and Edmonton with my mother. Um, and I started a private business three years ago with my partner and wife, Georgina.
0: And um, it's Donex Water Services. Hey, what, is, what does Donex do?
1: Donex is a water treatment company. Um, our main objective right now is cleaning and disinfecting household water treatment systems and municipal reservoirs. Um, we've also branched out into COVID sampling um, with the First Nation and Yukon government um, through wastewater analysis, I guess you could say.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's innovation here, it, innovation week here in the Yukon. And, and what does innovation mean to you?
1: Finding ways to work smarter and not harder. It's <laughs> just the simple version of it, I guess you could say. To me, that's what innovation is, finding a way to do something faster and smarter and less energy.
0: And what inspires you about the work that you do?
1: Everybody deserves safe, clean drinking water, no matter where they live. And sometimes when you have a household water tank in your house, then people take it for granted and just assume that uh, since the water going into the tank is clean, that the tank stays clean. But we've had proof that after years and years and years of dirt and dust piling up in there, the tanks don't stay clean. And
0: so what bothers you about sort of how we think about water or, or the current sort of way we're, we're thinking about these systems?
1: Bother[s] well, me about it. It's the getting taken for granted. Most people that aren't in the water industry just turn on their tap and don't think do anything of it. They're just drinking water from their tap. But there's a lot of work that goes in to ensure that the people of Canada and the Yukon, get guaranteed safe drinking water and that's from every level whether it's being treated in the municipal land and then distribution out to the community or if there's a delivery truck bringing you safe water once twice three times a week
0: Mm -hmm. and what's your experience sort of working in in water systems in in the north
1: um experience has been great actually i've i wish i would have got into the water treatment stuff when I come out of high school, but you come out of high school and you never think I should be a water operator. It's just not on everybody's radar. Everybody wants to be the doctors and lawyers or you know mechanics, or a tradesperson. But we need to start putting water as a a trade or a necessity and start educating more people about the importance of treating water and and try to grow our. Uh, population of water operators, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm.
0: So transforming, transformation sort of means to have a, a dramatic change in sort of what we're doing. In 2015, the TRC released its calls to action. Um, and it talks about, you know, awareness of what happened with the residential school system in the history of colonization, acknowledgement of the harm, atonement for the causes and action for the behavior. What does it mean to you to be a to demonstrate
1: reconciliation and action in your business? Uh, Our business, uh, I guess, for us personally, it's hard work. Um, I don't know exactly how to answer this question properly, but for myself, the reconciliation has brought more light to First Nation workers. Um, and their hard work and more support instead of being left behind in some areas because we are as myself as a small company I have a hard time competing with giant corporations that can undermine or underbid myself because they have the, the capacity to do so whereas it's my companies right now I think we have four employees and It's hard to do things as cheap as somebody that has a 1,000 employees.
0: Living in the far north, what sort of unique advantage do you think you have um, as you sort of um, think of yourself as an entrepreneur and and what lessons do you think that has, do you have to share with Canada?
1: About being in the far north? Um, Well, anywhere in Canada, as far as I'm concerned, an entrepreneur, if you have the drive to do something, do it. Don't. Wait for the tomorrows. Don't start your mind process of how to get it done today. You know, for myself with the tank cleaning, I I don't know why, but there's been nights where I've sat up in bed and oh, I should do it this way so it's faster and easier. And I should look at in investing this for my equipment set. And and in the north, it does provide provide some uh, I don't know about setbacks, but we do have a short summer season compared to some parts of Canada, which really hampers down on the length of time I can clean water tanks because, you know, freezing is a real issue. So,
0: mm-hmm. And what's next for your business? Where do you see your opportunities for growth as an entrepreneur?
1: Oh, right now, are we are at a crossroads in many areas where we can potentially be taking over delivery runs in certain communities or We're also hoping to look at to expanding our COVID sampling into other communities that have like systems that in like in Haines Junction where they got wastewater collection and start sampling that for preventative measures, I guess you could say for making the public more aware of the spikes and lows of the the COVID virus going through a community. So we're hoping to that expands more than just the one community and we can have sampling people all over the Yukon or expanded from there even. We'll see we'll see what happens.
0: And that's not just for COVID-19, that could be for other communicable diseases.
1: Yes, yeah, we could with a wide variety of what we can and cannot sample for. I mean, it's amazing this technology that we've been working for the sampling has been quite a learning curve. On my end, I'm not really, wasn't had a background in wastewater treatment or sampling and stuff but now that we're into it I mean it's it's been actually quite positive and I hope that we can grow that as well as the the tank cleaning because people's health go for more than just the drinking water it's also you know monitoring disease and and potential health risks against communities right because we have a lot of elders and immunodeficient people in our communities that should be protected and if we can see a a pattern of COVID or other diseases rising in a community, well then the people of authority could also, you know, maybe not mandates, but recommend that we wear masks, give personal choice and give the community as much information as we possibly can to say this is why we say that and it's up to you to make the right choice.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, John, just thank you so much for your time today and for all that you do. I know. Tank cleaning doesn't maybe seem like the sexiest thing for a lot of people out there, but it is so critical to the health of our communities. And your passion for cleaning tanks and you know moving that forward throughout the north is just really important. So thank you for your service.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having. Me. Thanks for your time.